<laughs> how are you, honey? <laughs> I'm very well. How are you? Very good. Yeah. Excited about this. We're finally doing our together project. No, it's been something in the making, and it's something that now we have a joint venture to look forward to. Mm. And it's quite nice to be working together because we haven't done that in a while. No, I <laughs> I think it's very exciting to have kind of a project together as a couple, and I've been very keen to. I don't know, to listen to Jay. Oh, yeah. And he said something like that recently. Like, couples should see each other's individually to start, like, new projects individually. And then we should try to do something together. So it was, like, very convenient. I was like, oh, this is exactly what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Now you mentioned it. I was thinking I'd, like, this gave, like, Jay Shetty vibes about, like, his thought of, like, doing stuff together with your couple, like, new projects you know new experiences yeah oh but we also have to thank to joanna because she was the outer joanna and yakov uh, <laughs> they made our jingle i think it's very cool isn't it's it it's a very cool jingle so <laughs> thank you joanna thank you joanna and yakov <laughs> thank you <laughs> we're very happy with it and yeah we've been um trying to take more time off some quality time off and like trying to focus on our individualities and trying to, I don't know, to be more in contact with our creativity and stuff. So having more time off, it gives you the opportunity to think about yourself and exactly what you would like to do, right? Okay, so now you don't have to work, okay? <laughs> you, your, your meals for today do not depend on your work today. What would you do? <laughs> and I was like, hmm, it would be interesting to have a podcast with my partner. Yeah, I think initially, I think like everyone, we decided to take more time off, especially post-pandemic. Like, oh, yeah. For better work-life balance yeah. to like reflect. And now, with that spare time, rather than just, you know, not doing much with it, it's quite mm -hmm. nice to have a project a goal and even better that's with your partner yeah you know, <laughs> but definitely after pandemic like you know that until pandemic i was working six days per week and like just now i was taking a shower today was our day off okay so we take mondays <laughs> to to have some time together and to have some time for ourselves individually and i was on my post-workout shower and I was thinking like back in Portugal I used to work six days per week meaning it's not it's not like even part-time or anything like back in Portugal I used to work minimum nine hours per day and there were days I was working 12 hours and your body just just goes with it just gets mm -hmm. that rhythm it gets used to it and I used to have that feeling like you know on Sunday why do I have this free time? Like, what do I do with my free time? I got to the point that I went on holidays to Mexico because I overworked during Christmas and New Year's uh, period. So I didn't take those time, those week off. I worked 
a lot and extra hours and everything and then I paid extra to go on holidays in Mexico to Mexico in, in January and when I found myself in Mexico like I have nothing to do it's just literally being here relaxing and I do not know how to relax anymore <laughs> like I swear for God I took work to Mexico on my on my computer on my laptop to have some work done and I would feel that it doesn't make any sense like I'm wasting this time what am I not doing anything at all I'm not being productive of course um, I think that will happen when if you like overwork or you not even overwork that you're used to a non-stop regime of mm-hmm. just working working and then your Sunday almost becomes a priority day for the next for starting the week again um, I think we are in a very fortunate position now mm-hmm. and I'm very grateful that that we can take time off but Having projects like this also means that we can still be a bit productive in the day and we don't feel like... We didn't spend the day, yeah. Which we have had that feeling. That's also very good. (laughs) It is good. It is good to have the day when you feel like you've just done nothing and I think it is needed. But having projects like this kind of gives a little goals, which is quite nice. No, it is, it is. And it keeps you having like a schedule during the day, isn't it? Like... I know, like, I'm going to the gym by 10, I have lunch, then we're going to record our podcast, we're going to edit some stuff, and then tomorrow the week starts again. But, like, also, I think it's a process until you get to feel comfortable with not doing nothing. Yeah. Like, it's fine. No one is dying. Your meals today are not depending on you being productive. Just chill. Okay, chill a bit. You can spend 12 hours watching Netflix if it's not like by default what you do with your free time. Okay, but allow yourself to do it every now and then. And it's okay. I can literally spend 10 hours just watching reality shows on Netflix. Like, give me a too hard to handle. Give me a perfect match. Yes, yes, yes. I can spend the whole day watching those people. Yes. You can, guys. Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, but definitely after pandemic, we I think we majority of the people reshaped our lives in in those matters. In what 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 can I avoid to spend time on to give myself more free time and valuing more free time? I'm thinking, for example like going to therapy we both in therapy we both have our therapists and like I'm in therapy for like three years or so I never met my therapist in person so the idea that I can avoid spending time commuting like it's probably one hour 40 minutes to get there and then I have my session and then it's more 40 minutes to come back and pandemic gave us that wasn't it like Mm -hmm the opportunity to just have more free time and be more conscious about our free time. Yeah, I think it did. And being able to connect to people virtually. Mm-hmm. And I think that was very important. Did you have any prejudice with that? Because like, initially I was a little bit unsure about, you know, like 
I'm going to create this bonding with therapist only through my screen. I had that prejudice. I think there's, I think pre-pandemic probably, but mm. post where everything became Zoom, everything is online, like virtual consultations are the norm now. Mm -hmm. Like it's very hard to find business professions where like they don't give you a virtual consultation first. So then it became norm. Like, so now you don't really bat an eyelid. Yeah. But before, yeah, I think I would have been like, it's a bit... How how do you easily communicate? How do you read? I think the areas where I found it would be probably a bit of a struggle was how would they detect body language? Mm. You can't. It's impossible. Like, all you're seeing is head, shoulders. Yeah. And an occasional smile, like... Oh, but there's so much information. There's so much body language just on your face and your expressions, your tone of voice and everything. Yeah, I think we do not lose anything on those virtual consultations. But I, I had some prejudice. I was like, but you're much easier to convert to new things than myself. I take much true. longer. <laughs> but speaking of new things, oh. you did manage to easily convert to us having the wonderful Louise. Oh my god, yes! Let's talk about Louise! Oh my god! <laughs> Just tell me I'm a genius. Just make it official. I am a genius! I had the best idea ever, guys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, 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 go for it. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can explain. I'm just very excited. <laughs> so, um, our day to day, let's say during the week, we usually always finish late. So coming back and then having to cook, especially if we get back after nine or mm. like 9.30 on day. As you can imagine, both of us, we both get in. Sometimes we have to walk the dogs. So we get a bit lazy. We're more likely to order or it gets quite tiring or we eat very late. And, and even speaking about free time, like I, I remember that we used to spend a lot of our free time trying to think about recipes and then organizing the ingredients and then we have to buy this and this by this day so we can cook this and that. So it's not only cooking itself that was burning us. And even on the weekends, like, and our days off, part of the day would be gone by thinking, oh, what should we cook yeah. and what should we make and spending that time. Um, and then... A let's say a a happy coincidence. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was. We were initially looking for someone to help us with just the general maintenance of the apartment and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And Honey came across <laughs> Louise, who is actually a chef. Imagine <laughs> yes. that. So basically, telling the story, it it was. Like, the apartment, the maintenance that this apartment requires, it's quite high. And we have two dogs. And at some point, like, we were spending very, very long time um, cleaning it weekly because that's another kind of OCD I have about, like, cleaning and organizing. Not during the week, but the moment that I have some time off. I'm like, okay, now life makes sense. I will make everything super tidy. Um, 
And yeah, like I couldn't start doing anything. Like even, for example, like this project together, I cannot project anything if I do not have the environment more or less organized. So I was burning hours and hours and hours cleaning and organizing. Of course, we do. I, I, I'm talking about me, but we are very, very good um, <laughs> dividing equally our duties at home. But then that's another topic that maybe we can revisit later. Um, but yeah, we saw, you know what, like if we can allow ourselves to have some free time, it's actually for us to be able to, to feel good during that free time. And of course there are some things that we will have to do anyway. So for example, laundry, we'll have to organize the laundry and everything ourselves, Mm -hmm. but maybe we can ask for help to clean our toilets. Let's just like give it a try. Okay, cool. Let's give it a try. And I posted on a Facebook group that I was uh, looking for someone to help me. And fortunately, I got many, many messages. And one of them was, Louise, are there, are there? <laughs> Definitely, like, Louise came across my DMs and she said, um, I'm looking for um, a house to complete my schedules. I do some professional cleanings and everything, so let me know if I can help you. And then, of course, like, I click on the profile of Louise. And then on the job, not job, like the description, whatever profession, it says, chef. (laughs) (laughs) So Louise is originally from Brazil and she was working as a chef in Brazil. And in the UK, she didn't have that opportunity. So, of course, she had to do something else in parallel. Um, And then when I saw that, I was like, look, this is my opportunity. I will ask for help when it comes to cooking because even though if I have someone helping me, helping us with the toilet cleaning and everything and ironing and everything, cooking continues on being the day-to-day duty that burns a lot of patience and it, I think like it directly has an impact in our quality of our lives because it's what we eat and we would end up like uh, ordering some stuff if we're very tired and everything. Easily. Yeah. So yeah, so then Louise, she came and I talked to her. I proposed like, you know, well, let's just change the plan and then instead of cleaning, do not worry about it. I will cover that for now. (laughs) Help us on eating well and let's try to use like all the leftovers we have so we have like a bunch of tomato cans that <laughs> Shankar for some reason collects tomato cans in our cupboards. All necessary for all the recipes I had. It's, it's just <laughs> not necessary though. <laughs> but well, uh, so you know, like I open all the cupboards and I was like, Louise, what can you do with all of this here? We have to get rid of this. 52 tomato cans and let's just do something with them (laughs) Um, and then yeah she came one day she studied a little bit what kind of food we were uh, more into Um, and she made a bunch of meals and soup and 
tiny healthy pizzas. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm leaving for those tiny healthy pizzas. She made little snacks, like healthy snacks and little, even healthy cookies. Yeah. So like, I haven't found myself snacking or wanting crisps, like none of that. Like, the healthy cookies that were made with the 53 cans of uh, peanut butter you had. There was only 32. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, it's been very handy. And I feel we've changed our diets. It's only been a week, two weeks, two. Yeah, it's now turning two weeks. She made a bunch of food that's... It's already the second week that we continue on heating our food. Of course, we had to freeze it. But I'm, I'm very happy with... It, it's not like... The inconvenient about this plan is that it's always the same thing, right? Our meals do not change that much because she made... Practically, she made like two main meals, right? Fish and, and some meat, some chicken. She made like six meals of each and then we're just eating the same thing but it's just functional it's okay right it's not like i don't even think it's that much of an inconvenience no because i mean yesterday i didn't want to eat it anymore but i ate it anyway (laughs) she has provided like little let's say side dishes that go with it so Mm -hmm. it changes it like those little um cheese bread balls mm-hmm. um those little potato things which are little almost the like cheese bread balls are called <laughs> pound cage in brazil we are very happy with it <laughs> oh my god Ave, <laughs> louise <laughs> yeah she made pound cage for us so there's loads of extra bits so it wasn't so bad and the food's really good and it puts so many vegetables and stuff in yeah, she okay. a lot of vegetables. I feel that we are eating, um, even though it's not... I, I think the food is super tasty. You are super happy with our soup, aren't you? <laughs> the soup is real soup. <laughs> what, what? Mm. Okay, let's stop there. Okay, I am a fan of soups. I make a lot of soups. And then our different cultures do not accept soups the same way right (laughs) so his concept of soups is very different it's like thicker and more spicy yeah just a bit more spice a bit bit more spice just a touch (laughs) yeah i'm not a fan of spice though (laughs) yes yes Sad. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyways, Louise came to change completely our um, meals making habits and for now it's for the best. We are already in touch with her for her to come um, by the end of this week again. I've shared some stuff on my Instagram and people got a little bit excited. Like, oh my God, ask her to come to Portugal. I'm like, no, she's mine. <laughs> Let her be. I found her. I made this family. <laughs> no, yeah, it was the best decision ever. I'm super happy we got here with Louise. Yeah. It's all these little things, like having someone help with the apartment, having... Help someone help with the food mm-hmm. and then us having the bit of extra time 
is all that contributes to allowing us to make this project more of a reality and mm-hmm. easily without making the project almost feel like a burden or anything. Mm-hmm. This feels like like we have all this free time now, or not? We have more to create stuff that we like. Yeah, I I I think this kind of position might take some people to feel like you are super privileged to be able to consider to have help on cleaning your toilet and have help on making your meals. And and that is true. That is definitely true. 100% agree. 100%. However, I'm completely aware that sometimes I do work extra hours thinking about the service that I can pay for. Of course, I think we all do that. I mean, we live in a guess in a society where people pay for convenience right like we work harder to essentially for convenience for like not i don't believe that's always true but like but society especially like london is everything is boils down to convenience look at uber look at amazon Mm -hmm. look at deliveroo look at go path Mm -hmm. everything comes under convenience what can i do everything has a price because price (laughs) um so if we work a bit harder no or we just spend longer hours or whatever it is and again we are in a privileged situation where we can work a bit harder or a bit longer or do extra hours or do extra days that allows us to get certain services Mm -hmm. which is grand and we're more than happy to do that but I guess it's not that everyone can Mm -hmm. but we're very grateful we can no and I I also feel that it's not only about the money you make to afford these services, it's also everything, it's it's also your day-to-day choices. So, for example, if we're thinking about ordering from Amazon, um, like vegetables and even the delivery fee, they cost X, right? But we decided to, for example, take some time to go to the market and buy from a farmer's market. And I believe that we came home with better ingredients, much um, higher volume of stuff, and I didn't pay that much. I'm not... uh, We are not paying more. We're actually paying less for groceries. And because we make them... um, We use them effectively. So those are fresh stuff and then we are using them. It's not like the 53 cans of tomatoes we order because we forget we have already one, so we're now considering to make, I don't know, some pasta with tomatoes and we order another one because there's no organization at all. Like, here there's a way to... Yes, we do spend money for this service, but we also save money in so many other things, mm-hmm. like Deliveroo, like GoPuff, like Amazon. Oh my, it's the amount I save not spending on Deliveroo or on GoPuff. Oh my god, share those numbers. <laughs> that's that's shocking when you told me. Because it's very easy. Like, oh, Let's just give a contest because Deliveroo is a service that, for example, we do not have in Portugal. Oh. It's kind of like Uber Eats when you order food home. Yeah, I think you have something like Glovo. We or... have Glovo, yeah. Right, so Deliveroo is an equivalent to that and we can comfortably, let's say... On one evening, if we're ordering 
pizzas or we're ordering burgers or something like that, mm-hmm. it is easy for your bill to be sub 40 pounds. That's one evening. Yeah. Right? And that's just one meal each. Yeah. Whereas conversely like we went to the farmer's market and we paid 40 pounds for all the veggies yeah (laughs) for two weeks (laughs) we bought a fish that would last us i believe almost a month oh yeah yeah. (laughs) what's the name in english ache it's a hake yeah Yeah. we bought a hake that we still have like half of it there and we already paid for a week and a half from that exactly and then Again, coming back to convenience, stuff like Go Puff, which is essentially stores like Sainsbury's or in Portugal, Pinga Dos. Pinga Dos. <laughs> <laughs> but they will just deliver to you. But to yeah. get those deliveries, they charge a premium on the little bit more on the, on the actual products plus yeah. the service. But in the moments, we didn't think about it. We'd be like, Oh, okay. We need to. We're short of, let's say, cereal. We're short of milk. We're short of vegetables. Let's quickly make a go puff order. Yeah. And it'll be just twenty pounds here, or like twenty five pounds here, but it adds up. Imagine you do that four or five times in a week, or because you just like little things, you forgot. It's almost a hundred pounds a week, or mm-hmm. like hundred twenty, and then it just adds up, adds up. I remember like one month, I looked back and I was spending almost close to like 800 800 on go puff on, on go, go puff so <laughs> go puff it's basically what we use just to take us um some what, 800 almost like sub no yeah but go puff with that's go puff avocado uh, yeah but, but uh, like how do we use go puff we use like out of an emergency if we are yeah. baking something if we are cooking something and then like we are we run out of eggs go puff yeah Right. Exactly that. And that was just, that was, but it's so easy to, and it was very, like, I look back and Mm -hmm. thinking, how? But it's, it's the convenience. It's the convenience. But right now, going to the farmer's market, having Louise go, it's just stopping us spending all these other things. So it's all these parts where we are unnecessarily spending in our situation anyway. We found that doing it this way is better for us, gives us more time, better food. Yeah, I do not feel that we're spending more money um, considering the food, the amount of food we are eating, because I believe now we snack much more, we snack healthily. Um, and Luis Savez, all together, I do not feel that we're paying more than we were paying before when we were ourselves cooking I'm not buying cookies peanuts or crisps anymore so like <laughs> I buy Woo-hoo! I buy them at least three no wait maybe two three okay who am I kidding you like bought three, peanuts th- this week no, no? I, didn't buy, I didn't buy peanuts this oh, week oh I'm very proud like of you like three three times a week I would probably top up my cookie stock or my peanut stock or my crisp stock yeah but I have bought none because she also made cookies, like cookies made of uh, shea and peanut butter, some nuts. Super healthy cookies and super soft. Yeah, so, so good. Amazing, I'm so happy with it. So I will recommend everyone, if you know a chef who is willing to go to your kitchen and is not taking your kidneys for the service, 
take that chef. That's what we did with Luis. <laughs> Still best decision ever. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> right, so honey, we decided that um, we would share some good news with each other just to cheer us up every okay. now and then. <laughs> yes. But like before that, let me say, I was, you know, I was trying to have ideas for content for us to start sharing. I didn't want to go like very deep in conversations initially. I don't know if you agree that. Mm-hmm. I think like people should have to know a little bit our dynamic first. And then maybe if those matters come across we will happily discuss but I was trying to do my homework and trying to find some content and I had the idea to go to the amazing website reddit Uh, okay oh my god that's that's the universe love reddit Uh, do you have the app yeah really I've never installed the app before I installed the app yesterday I have the app just random okay cool (laughs) And what kind of communities are you part of? Oh my god, is that is that are you okay saying? <laughs> my communities are mainly like anime and manga talk. Of course they are. <laughs> Just trying to find out like, you know, theories. Of course they are. Of course. I, I could have guests. <laughs> yeah. No, so I made myself part of communities like Hask Women and Relationship Advices or Bizarre uh, Dates. That kind of things. Oh, there's also a community uh, called Hask Men, which is delicious. And I will have to share some <laughs> stuff I read there, but it's not it's not today. But anyway, I found, I screenshot like two stories. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to share only one. Okay. And the other story we leave for the next episode or something. Right. So the title is... I, 25 years old female, do not know what to do with my husband's shady behavior, 26 male. Please help me. So, she says, I found my husband's secret Instagram he never told me about. There, I found pictures of him in the club and other photos, everyday pictures, etc. But in every photo, his hands are visible and he's not wearing a ring. I'm so confused and hurt. First, I don't know that he goes out. Second, why the ring? He posted a photo from our one trip, I know because of the outfit, and he took it while I was getting ready in the bathroom. Why did he took it off for the photo? That Instagram is full of lifestyle photos, as I call, and he seems like a different person. I feel hurt and lied to. Some pictures are even just in his boxes. I feel very bad for him. No, I feel very bad him showing his almost naked body. I'm thinking about leaving him actually with no explanation. (laughs) What should I do? Please give me an advice. Oh. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Sit down. (laughs) Let's talk about red flags. Okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. Topic Instagram. If you hide your Instagram page from your partner, is this a red flag, yes or no? I would believe so. Okay, 
cool. I, I do agree, like 100%. <laughs> um, I could read, uh, now this is just a screenshot, but I could read that uh, at some point she made like a comment to her own post saying that she had a confrontation with him and uh, he shared that he was trying to have a professional Instagram where it didn't want to expose his personal life. But then, even if that's the case, there's no reason why she doesn't know. If anything, it'd be easier for her to help support it. You know, mm. take photos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No? No, no, I totally agree. I, I, I that, thought... It's just an excuse to come up because he got caught. Mm. Oh, my God. Yes, I, I, I felt very bad for this lady. Yeah, I mean, the most I could even play slightly playing devil's advocate is he, he may... I could imagine the conversation in the sense that he was like, oh, I didn't want to hurt your feelings that I'm doing this by taking off my That's ring. That's gaslighting! Exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a valid reason, even if he was creating an account to create a professional one without showing his personal life, fine, but there's no reason why she does. she couldn't know about it. No, definitely. If it's something like, official like i'm doing this and for this reason i do not show my social status um and and she is aware so she didn't find out out of nowhere but then finding out some images of your partner even like she recognized one of the pictures they were on holidays together but she was not there (laughs) Right. Mm, mm, I smell the red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was his plan? Let's say, let's say. Do you think but, he's hunting? I believe so. Oh, but this is just speculation. But let's say, <laughs> let's say hypothetically, his plan was he wants to become insta famous. Right. He wants to become an influencer. <laughs> okay. What's he gonna do when he suddenly becomes famous? Suddenly tell her, like, <laughs> and then he has for the divorce. Like, babe, uh, check this paper. So just I, I did that. this by myself. Look, I created this. <laughs> I didn't want you to know because you would be. I mean, yeah. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he again, pure speculation. Mm. Um, he was just wanted to see. Uh huh. Go, go. To see if he still... I know, has uh, the game. Yeah, to satisfy his own ego, satisfy his own thing. Mm. Um, but it? you know, like I think there is a difference between trying to know if you still have the game and showing yourself available. Exactly. Right? Because, like, yeah, you can post a, a, a selfie, you can try to insinuate a little bit more on your pictures and still be like official that you are taken right and then for sure sure, you fishing compliments it's fine we all've done that it's okay um and then people will say like oh hot and then the little flames isn't there (laughs) (laughs) fire 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 Fire, so hot oh my god (laughs) and then the bomb 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 And, and then you act like, oh my god, oh thank you, thanks oh, babe. Oh thank you, yeah, this is just me casually. <laughs> just woke up like this. 
No, but yeah, you know, like, I, I understand that you can have your own feed and your own persona online, and, like, sometimes you can also confirm if you're still in the game, and it's okay, but, like, completely thinking out of the picture your partner to the point that she doesn't even know you're doing that, that's another thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, there is, um, that's deception, and there's, like, clear motive yeah yeah definitely it's not as i don't think you can ever argue it's as innocent as it appears no and she 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 I writes mean, sorry it doesn't appear innocent at all but i mean there's no way you can make that she writes that she feels she was lied to and she she is thinking about living without explanation i mean like <laughs> she could have done like this is a bit of an old reference but you know justin timblake um mm. cry me river just have it on the screensaver <laughs> on that page and just leave. No, no, and the no. The bags are already outside. <laughs> and just play Cry Me a River on the inside as she's leaving, as he walks Honey, in. Honey, I'm not home anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless her. But, like, what, what would you advise if this is your friend? Like, would you advise to have a confrontation or to just, like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I made my decision regardless. I already told you. Cry me a river, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> That's what I tell her to do. I'm like, even if it's a guy, I was like, Cry oh, me I would a definitely have a confrontation. But yeah, I think for not because I believe there's a legitimate answer, mm. I would ask my friend to have the confrontation or have the conversation for their own personal closure. Because otherwise, if they just left it and went, it will play on my friend's mind more. Mm -hmm. the reasoning why and they'll always exaggerate you'll always exasperate like whatever it is mm -hmm. you are always more likely to make it a bigger and worse mm -hmm. it's already bad but you'll always exacerbate it whereas if you confront it you can, you're more likely to get closure for it and that's what I would suggest I would like it makes more sense for you to confront it see what they have to say even if your mind's made up because I still don't think there's a good justification you can have mm -hmm. But at least you've addressed it. And mm. you've not just walked out. I don't know if I agree. Like, I think I would have a confrontation just to put him in contact with his dumb past. Like, the, what the actual were you thinking about? Like, right? But I think once you have your decision made, I'm not sure if you need a confrontation to give closure to yourself. I think, like, for example, I believe that opening a confrontation it will give you more space to question your decision again you know what I mean so mm, I, I kind of understand the intention of like I'm thinking about leaving him with no explanation like she's so hurt already that she just wants to to go to let it to mm. let it go and that's it you understand yeah yeah <laughs> Maybe. I guess so. There is that. I, that is probably one way to see it as well. I agree. Like, if you've already made a decision and depending how the conversation goes, like, if there's any elements of potential gaslighting or they'll try and victimize, whatever, mm -hmm. you always want to risk that you can change minds. Whereas but before already knowing... Like, if you look at it on paper and just look at it, mm -hmm. there's no real legitimate reason for the behavior. <laughs> like, however you look at it, you can... What do you mean? <laughs> He's trying to build an empire for both. Okay, <laughs> this is for both. Okay, you're being selfish. 
You are being selfish. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I'm taking notes. So this is what I will do. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. We do not work like that in our business. <laughs> no, but bless her, bless her. But no, like definitely all the comments... Uh, were like, oh my god, it's definitely shitting on you online, is meeting with other people for sure, that's why he keeps on taking off his ring, la 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 la. This also makes me question um, marriage, you know, getting married, but we're not going there, <laughs> we're not going there, we're not going there. Okay, honey, take over, and we were thinking about sharing some good news about the planet ah oh, good news about the planet okay i i think it's always nice to finish or like try to have a story that remind restores faith in humanity or something that good that's happening around and i had one that i read the other day which mm. i thought was super cute actually mm. Um, is that a sad story? Because like usually what's for you is super cute. It makes me cry or even <laughs> people are so good. <laughs> or dogs, dogs in general. Are kind of yeah, people. I was like, I could just show you a picture of a puppy and you'd be crying. Yes, so. that is true. <laughs> I'm okay with my emotions. I'm okay. I feel a lot of things very quickly. <laughs> so no, it's not a sad story. It's quite a happy story. Mm. So um, the story is actually called Trail Angel Mary. Okay. So back in 2001, there was a woman called Mary Parry who was homeless and living in a tent in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. And then what she did while she was there, she began befriending hikers who would usually walk along this 2,000-mile path in the Appalachia uh-huh. Trail. And today, uh-huh. she's one of the most well-known members of that trail and during that time, she was asking for help and stuff like that. Okay. But from that, she managed to pick herself up, get well. Because she got help? Yeah, she got help from, from the hikers and stuff like that. They made friends with her. They would help her. They would give her some money, et cetera, food. Work. Okay. And now she has a small apartment oh. on the trail. She built a small apartment on the trail. Okay. And then she, and that apartment, she has basically a sign saying it's open doors. So if any hikers are going, they're tired, they need a shower, they need oh, food. they can just rest They there. can rest. So she's basically like a little stop and it's completely free. And oh. she's basically, she did it because of the French, of the kindness she was shown by hikers. She set this up. Oh. And now she is, um, I think, since her setting up her apartment, yeah, she's had over 800 hikers come to her house and Aww. like she's helped them whether it's just letting them even use her car mm-hmm. uh, just a place to sleep shower rides anything yeah, that's very nice yeah and uh, I guess it's one of those things like I know it's one of those feelings like if whatever you put out in the world usually it will always come back to you yeah that's very cool it's mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, my 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 story is not that cute and everything, but um, it it made me think because like lately I've been having a very bad impression of social media, mm-hmm. right? Um, I choose to do not 
engage with social media that often and I've been choosing to do not make social media my main job on anything because I, I believe you have to be like very self-aware of yourself and your priorities and what social media represents for you and the good it can represent in someone else's lives. Um, so I, I found this, this happy story about the world quite interesting because it involves social media. So basically it's um, a mum of a newborn she has her account on TikTok and she shared a video of her baby, right? So, you know, you're proud, you recently became a mom, so this is my baby, is the prettiest human being on the, in the world, like, check, confirm yourself. Um, and the, her name is Lily, the mom's name. And somehow it appears on a For You page of... A lady called Laura and she saw the baby casually just you know like scrolling and it uh, it, it happens that Laura is an how do you say in English opt optometrist 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 <laughs> optometrist exactly and Laura while she was checking that very short video Laura could notice that something was off with the baby's eye one of the baby's eyes um, and she saw like it was like kind of kind of cloudy, and immediately Laura just dropped a comment on that video, trying to advise the new mom to get it checked, and the new mom also like confirmed that she had been to the baby's doctor recently and everything was okay, and then once again. The, the the other lady Laura she said like oh, I think you should you should just have a second opinion and it turns out the second opinion gave Lily a different feedback and says no yeah like absolutely sure your baby has a glaucoma which is a condition that could guide you to be blind in a very short time as far as I understand so oh, wow. Yeah, so she could identify, she could have like a proper diagnosis uh, just because someone on TikTok dropped a comment about her baby. And it's, and I, I thought like, okay, it, it was for the best, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was very well impressed with this story. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah. S social media does definitely have its benefits when it comes together. It can be super nice. Yeah, it ha it has its moments. <laughs> it has its moments. You, you I, I think you have to be very much self-aware. You have to get some self-knowledge to know exactly where to go, how to navigate some situations, what to engage with, and to stop sometimes. Just like, let it go, drop it. We're having a social media detox for a few days now. For sure. Yeah. Again, honey, it was very good being here with you. You too. This is really nice. This is the first episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very excited. We hope you guys liked it. And we will invite you for, um, I don't know, 
a challenge, maybe? Yeah. Is, is it called a challenge? We can say it's a challenge or... Yeah, let's say a challenge. Let's send us some stories. Like, anything particular that's happened. Something that's strange. Maybe something slightly more surreal. Um, mm-hmm. Bizarre. Give me bizarre <laughs> stories. <laughs> Funny dates are always a great story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you send us in, maybe we, we'll cover your story and discuss it. Yeah, let's just, you know, share some weird things about dating people. Oh my God, I have this super weird date to talk about. I don't think I ever share with you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will eventually. Maybe okay. Maybe next time. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Depending. So guys, if you have any good, good story about weird, bizarre dates, like very awkward situations with someone you were dating back in time and you want to share, we would be very, very happy to read it and to drop some, you know, random opinions about it. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Always here to share opinions with you guys. <laughs> and yeah, you can send us by email or you can just drop us a message on our Instagram page. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye, honey. Bye, honey. (laughs) (laughs) See you in the next one. See you.